Hi! Hello! Hey, how are you? Welcome back to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. And today we are joined by a very special friend guest of ours, John, who did the super sick theme song you just fucking heard. Yes, yeah, so it's with with his uh, group Eyes of Historia, right, John? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, how is how y'all doing? <laughs> we're we're doing great. <laughs> I thought you were about to go. How do you like the song? How do you like the song? <laughs> I, I like it. Which a lot. we love. We did. It's we did come directly to you for our theme song since you have done some music for us in the past. Where we've done some some stuff together. Um, do you actually want to open up by uh, telling us a little bit about your relationship with horror? Like, what what kind of horror films do you like, and why why did you bring us? This one. <laughs> what did you this do one. to us? <laughs> <laughs> um, I grew up loving horror movies, so it's just kind of always been a thing that I've been watching. Um, I remember being a kid and watching like edited copies of horror movies on like VHS tape you'd record with like the commercials oh. and stuff in it. <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah, and then as I got a little older, I started playing like horror games like Doom and like Resident Evil and stuff. So I've just always loved horror in general. Um, I've also always had a very strong affinity for 80s like aesthetic and culture. Um, so like a lot of synthesizer music and stuff is prevalent in a ton of horror movies. So the musical side of me also really likes the horror genre. So yeah, it's just kind of always been a part of my life and it's been, yeah. I love I that you said musical side. Well, first of all, you said uh, games like doom and I know for a fact that you're still playing doom. It's like a little amp was playing doom yesterday. So yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I got like, you said uh, the, the, the Instagram story. With I'm like literally playing doom like doom every single in day. Bed, like, just <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a, I made a mistake moving into my bedroom because I literally am playing doom every night now. That's it's like, so <laughs> And it's like just like Fuck. this isn't like the new Doom. This is like the '90s Doom. I'm like living. Yeah. I'm living yeah. in a far gone era right now. <laughs> like, um, and then you you bring us this movie, which is interesting when you say the musical side of movies. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Slumber Party Massacre Two is a awesome movie. Uh, it's funny because I was watching it this morning again, so I could I've seen it like a bunch of times, but I wanted yeah. to have it fresh for today. And Good. I didn't realize how much this movie has a ton of rock music and a ton of synth music. Like it's really both yes. mixed in because I mm-hmm. I totally forgot there was synth in this movie at all. I thought it was all like rockabilly and stuff like that. But it's really it's both, and it was I had a ton of fun watching it again today. I was like, yes, this is exactly yes. what I what I wanted to talk about today. <laughs> Slumber Party Massacre Two is uh it is a slasher film. Um, it it's pretty standard for like a like a middling slasher film, like a like a low budget, uh, except for the the killer who is a lot more fun than you're expecting. We'll say yes. Um, <laughs> I would if you. I don't even know who to recommend this to. If you like slashers and you like your movies getting kind of goofy, like for sure watch it. I would, I'd maybe give it honestly smiley face, which is like watchable, but like really it's, it's only going to hit with like a, a, it is, a specific kind of person. It is a, a niche, niche smiley yeah, face. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is what I was going to say is I would recommend if you're having a Halloween party with anything yeah. vaguely eighties theme related, you can mute it or not, but have this just playing on the television while people are at your party. Don't have people sit down to watch it, but just well, like yeah. have it on <laughs> on like TV screens while people are like dancing and hanging out because it's fun. It's just something to look at with the aesthetic that you want. Sorry, it's the like, dance you did for dancing and was, hanging out was like one of the dances exactly, from the movie. I. <laughs> That was um, the point, exactly, yeah, precisely. You, you can sit and watch it. I don't recommend being 75 totally minutes. sober 
Yeah, um, it's pretty like, short. It's yeah, yeah, seventy five minutes long. I'd say feel free to talk through it. You'll know when to stop talking. You won't miss anything. Like there's not yeah. a lot of. You'll know when to talk. Yeah. There's not a lot yeah. to miss. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's seventy five minutes. Tight seventy five yeah. here. Yeah, they keep overall, it, they keep it going. If you need a slasher really and you need a slasher that you'll be able to like talk like say to people that was like worth mentioning, this is this is you can do a lot worse than Slumber Party Massacre too. And with that, do we yes. want do we want to unlock the the spoiler configuration? <laughs> is that how we're? And, yeah, that's the gimmick we're doing now. Yes. Unlock the spoiler <laughs> yeah. configuration. That's what we did. All right. We could have yeah. had spoily doily, but we're. Well, the, the the beginning has a spoily doily over it. You you have to pull off the spoily doily to reveal the spoiler configuration, yes. and then you do the thumb circle. Yes, you and gotta it do this the sensual thumb circle. This is like the little box in Hellraiser that I exactly yeah, precisely right now. okay. The little right. configuration. Yes, that's a good um, thing. No. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how to talk about this film. I, to be I'm finding myself struggling a lot more than other films as how to talk about this. John, you you said you had a long list of, of notes. About I it. do, I do, and like I I, I do kick us off because <laughs> I don't know where I it, have things to say about them. It's not like I, I want to clarify that with you and the audiences. <laughs> it's not that I don't have anything to say about this movie. I don't know you don't how to say it. Yeah, I just like, have a lot of questions mainly. <laughs> well, let's uh, do. Uh, let me let me ask you because I love this. I unironically, yes. truly, deeply love this movie. Would, uh, how, would you <laughs> give this a ghost skull alien? I would. Is that, is that, that a, saying? Is that like a good? That's, that's our. The best that's the best one. That, one. Is a that's, go- that just means you think the movie's like fucking awesome, and you'd be like excited to tell people about this. Absolutely, movie I have. A, I literally have a shirt on the way right now to be delivered <laughs> oh. to my house, which has the guitar on it. Um, yeah, I 100. I would put a caveat on it though that this is a. Uh, it's an explicit niche audience. If you're me okay. and you like guitars yeah. and synthesizers <laughs> in the 80s, you'll love this movie. But if you don't have that specific intersection of interests, I don't know if that would like really you know meet your needs. Yeah. Fair point. I would say here at the Bloody Stream, we're very focused on like a like a very general like anybody could listen to this and we'll help you find a horror movie that you'll like. Um, there's also, but there's a there's a subcategory of like I what would most likely be considered like real horror fans. You know, people that really really only do horror and like love it, love yes. it, love it. I know it's weird saying it when we have a horror movie podcast, but like horror people, I feel like they're much more likely to love this movie. Like the ones who like B horror. If you have a, a lot, sense right? of horror, a sense of horror. If you have a sense of humor, <laughs> you because it certainly <laughs> yeah. isn't a. If you're like a, you like gritty horror that's like scary. No, you, and like, you would, you would, you would not run like away. This. Yeah, this yeah. is kind of like a. Uh, it's like kind of like a musical with horror elements in it. Like it's not it a musical, but the, the, the second half of the movie is very music musical I, centric. <laughs> I actually have a quote here uh, in the Gorehound's Guide to Splatter Films of the 1980s. Scott Aaron Steins writes, "You can't get much more an insufferable viewing experience than this slasher flick cum musical." I saw that they spell cum like cum, not like it's like cum, yeah. like C U M cum. I read that today, and I was like. Damn it, man! Like, <laughs> give this movie some slack. Well, so okay. we can yeah, say basically. that nobody liked it, but we just did an episode on uh, Dead Ringers, which we absolutely loved. We adored. But this literally did better percentage-wise box office because it had a budget of five hundred thousand and made, and made one point three million dollars. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's pretty good, right? I mean, well, I don't it's, know if it's I mean, good it's in the good. grand scheme of things. It, but it doubled more than, its budget. More than double, more than double right? its budget, which for, is percentage-wise is good. For B horror movies, seventy seven minutes. They definitely didn't take that long to make it. It was a limited release too. Like it didn't get a full country uh, theatrical release. I think it was. This is a Roger Corman flick. Yeah, this is produced by Roger Corman, who is an infamous or famous B horror producer slash director who made a million movies a second 
like used the same sets for like five different movies shot yep. on the mm-hmm. same days for different movies on the sets moved like you know very cheap very effective I'm treated it like a quick. business just pumping out exactly movies to make and, money and judging by what you just said another it successful works, works. business venture yeah like he, he started early in the days of horror if I'm, he if was I'm in like correct. the 50s and 60s and stuff so he like really was the one who showed everybody like you could like this is a fucking gold mine if you know how to work it exactly especially in the 80s because that was every oh horror movie God. was making money because i don't i guess friday the 13th really kicked that trend off in the 80s yeah the slasher like, to pretty much yeah yeah it's like summer yeah. slasher movie like summer camp is the friday the 13th obviously but this movie's also like summer getaway like going they're not going to the cabin <laughs> Dude, they're going to a condo they go, instead they yeah. go to a half finished condo complex and, and like a I golf was course i'm pretty fear- sure i <laughs> that when i saw them drive up to that place because like Literally half the place is finished. It is being developed as we speak. Yeah, the garage the doors are all open when they roll There's up n- into it. Exactly. Like I'm like, oh my god, they know the realtor who's working this condominium like in real life, right? And like- said, can we shoot for a weekend? Like, we'll be quick. We swear. And they're like, sure. So they made the story. Let's go to our dad's new condo thing, and it's just. Yeah, this like, isn't is your, a real place. Like, this, is your like, dad Roger Corman? Exactly. <laughs> I think it's cool, though, because there's like these... Uh, everything's very empty in this movie, and it's like yeah. I think there's a lot of cool shots that leverage that kind of emptiness, and it feels very liminal okay. through most of this movie, where it's... And the movie's all about, like, you don't know if it's real or not. That's kind of the overarching theme is, is, like, is this a dream that she's having? Is she insane? Is this really happening? So the emptiness, I'm sure, was a budget thing, but I think they worked it in in a really neat way because it does feel very like uncanny and weird the entire time you're watching it especially when I, the guy with the guitar busts out of nowhere and you're like dude what? I, like, can't even, <laughs> I, I can't even with him okay okay let's, we're let's, gonna get into it let's get into this because this is the it's the, the meat of it like yeah. he so thing, he yeah he drives he's a phenomenal actor i think in uh <laughs> in this movie at least i don't know like maybe not phenomenal actor but he right you he's remember him else. as a character you that's can take him for true away. Yeah. Okay. that's for true so we have we have the main character courtney bates mm-hmm who was a character from the original one uh, correct she's the little little sister she's the little sister sister of the main character from that yeah Yeah, so she knows that her her older sister is in an insane asylum for the events of the first movie so she's having like nightmares about the driller killer coming to get her except the driller killer it's not remotely the same he's different now (laughs) he's Uh, not the same guy at all that's important to note (laughs) yeah whereas in the first one he wore like a bunch of like like a Canadian tuxedo, right? Like it's like all jean jean stuff. <laughs> he dressed like Bob from Twin Peaks. Yeah, like yeah. he had the, the and, jean uh, jacket. He's like not a... wearing leather jackets. And Correct. Running around like, like he's like uh, a guy. Yeah, this one is is dressed like <laughs> he's George a guy with Michael. Drill, yeah. <laughs> he has like the one earring that George Michael has. Yes. He is. He is. I, I'm pretty frame, sure they yeah. used a George Michael's like uh, or George Michael's stage outfit as inspiration for this whole look. For right. Him. Yeah. It's, that uh, explains everything. He definitely sure, has like yeah. a leather jacket. <laughs> I want to see leather pants. It's all leather. Yeah. He's wearing a leather yeah. jacket, yeah. leather pants. The he's boots got, are leather. With he's the got the boots with a little metal steel like t- yeah. uh, steel yeah. toe, and he's got the, the earring, the, like you he's said. He's got the cool haircut, and he's, <laughs> he's got like a smoking s- cigarettes with the leather cutoff gloves. Like. Yeah, <laughs> the leather cutoff gloves because he does this. He does the. He's finger, always doing like the little the, finger thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He's Excellent. got a sweet red guitar that the, the one for people the the one that just looks like a bunch of spikes coming out all over the. How do you how would you describe it? I, I don't know, but I will say this it's on aggressive. our on our scale, it's a massive ghost skull alien. Yeah, in as terms far as of the guitars guitar, go, like holy so shit! What a fucking low... Babe Ruth walk off home! Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god! For the low the, price of 
$5,600, you can uh, buy oh? time. <laughs> That's actually affordable. Yeah, as a guy, I, it's like yeah, Etsy or something, but as a guy, you make it them. Yeah, he'll make oh, it for like... Make it. Yeah, there's a dude, I think it's over in Charlottesville, actually, um, oh? in Virginia, and I forget, it's like Pevlabs or something, but it's, yeah, it's this mm-hmm. thing, this guy's like, I will make it for an expensive price because this is hard to do but he was like it's not gonna work well and it's gonna sound weird but i'll do it and has like a working drill <laughs> oh. so the the tip the the end of the neck of the guitar instead of like the place where you would tune it is just a giant drill from the pictures i've seen it's it's a it's the guitar from the movie with the drill coming out and you can buy a version the 5600 dollars version i should say has its claim is that it has a working drill but i think the Wait. guy put in the disclaimer he's like no one's paid for it yet so like i don't have pictures of it yet but he was like but i'll make it work <laughs> i'm surprised nobody's paid for it honestly uh, yeah i mean if i was made of money i would i would buy it for yeah sure. how much how much is the version with the not working drill i think you can get a 3d mold for like 800 dollars um which would just be like the spiky part without the neck and all that there's a version uh, with a static drill for 3200 maybe so like two see, grand that might, cheaper that oh, might be the bargain one because you yeah. don't need the drill to work you really? don't need the drill. Yeah, if the drill sure? works, suddenly it's like a power tool and an yeah. instrument. It would be very cool to do some drilling with that <laughs> drill. <laughs> this serves two purposes. I build houses with it and that I play rock drill, music with the it. The bit <laughs> is massive. It, what are you going to use that for? To drill holes drilling. and stuff. B- drilling stuff. Yeah. A drill hole. Killing people. Killing people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Murder. Do, <laughs> do you get in trouble if you sold... The, like a replica of a working murder weapon from a murder movie? Well, I don't think because it's not like it's no. not real. Like it's not real, right? It's just a drill slash guitar, you know. Then again, no one's bought it yet, apparently. So it's, I don't know. Like, but know. it doesn't even function well as a guitar. The main functioning part is the killer driller, <laughs> the driller, the killy drilly, the, <laughs> the killy drill. Let's put it this way: if I had that guitar, I would one hundred percent find a way to. I don't know how I'd hold it or like play it, but I would yeah. find a way to mix it into something. Like yeah, I would. I, would I got it, so nervous that you were gonna say I would find a way to. Kill I would find a way. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll Anyways, do it. Courtney has uh, three other friends: Amy, Sheila, and Sally. And they're I'm in a, a. I know you're reading from it. I'm still amazed you had those names. I um, Matt comes before Sally, so I almost said Matt. Matt's that's <laughs> the hunk. He's the Matt dreamy the hunk from the intro scene. Hunk. He <laughs> reminds me of. He gives me a little bit of Sam Merlot. From True, True Blood, Blood vibes, yeah. little bit of that in terms of facial structure. I could see that. Um, and then I think one of the guys from Boy Meets World, like maybe mix the two of those together. It's mm. got a very classic eighties like handsome yeah. guy. His name's yeah. Patrick yeah. Lowe, and I just wanted to see if he was related Rob to Rob Lowe, Lowe yeah, but I, I was couldn't. I couldn't figure out <laughs> if he was. There's no. I couldn't find out how old he was. I couldn't find anything. None of him. the people in that movie beyond the Driller Killer. I well, that's a lie. The main girl went on to do Wings in the nineties. Um, oh, wow, good for her. Which is Tell a TV show. Tell us about the actor who plays the driller killer. So Atanas uh, Illich. Illich. He's the um, actually he's the son of the guy <laughs> that owns the Detroit Red Wings and Little Caesars. Oh, Mike Illich was the he yeah. passed away in 2017, but he is he was the owner of Little Caesars, right? The yeah, Detroit Red Wings, the Detroit Tigers. Fucking yep. pizza, pizza. A pillar of Detroit. I was going to say unironic yeah. pillar of Detroit. I'm also like, pretty sure that uh, Atanas is now the CEO of the probably. company that because he probably inherited it from his dad, yeah. but he, he is. He's the son of um of Mike Illich and. Mm-hmm. He 
had like a music i think like a quick music career before this movie there's a there's an album he has out where he looks just like don johnson from miami vice he's wearing like the like the white like satin jacket and the white pants and it's the most 80s thing i was listening to it all morning and it's it's wonderful i love it um (laughs) once again very niche so you know if you're into that what is the title of it uh, shadows, I think. <laughs> it's we awesome. Gotta, Damn it! We gotta excellent. find out if there's a way that we're allowed to play play music. We're it, never gonna never be to play music. No, not even no. not even little clips. You can't do short clips. Maybe like a four second. Yeah, like we'll look it up. Get, if, I think you have a couple seconds tops before. Yeah, I might throw something on at the end of this. But we can we can find out like, what those seconds are, and if we're allowed to do anything, <laughs> then that song happens right here. Yeah, and that's how it goes. I fully support. The, the playing of Damn that song it. is it's fun um, but that's that guy I don't know what he did after this movie but apparently before so, he was apparently in uh, the running to be James Bond before Timothy Dalton got it um, what oh, what are you fucking yeah. saying I don't believe so, these words this is uh, you know um, that's what my research has yielded about Atanas Illich but he does a good job in this movie he's fun to watch as, he like, is uh, ridiculous he in is this fun movie. to watch yeah. he's all he, spinning around and stuff like without him in it this movie would just be a run of the mill 80s whatever but he this, does take it to this next level that's it is very a, fun to watch. To a weird place. Yeah. That was well. That was also part of it. Like I, I enjoy fundamentally. I enjoy it. Like he, he, watching him be the drill killer. I think it's he's you know fun and wacky and whatever. There's a little bit of especially with his family name and I assume the money that probably came with this to this film on some level. Like I'm sure he was like I could throw you some money. Um, it 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 feels like I don't want to say make a wish, but it feels like. <laughs> Make me, I want, my dream is to be a rock and roll slasher villain. Here's the money. Yeah. Make, let me do it. Sort of like it was a personal, like a pet project without him actually being the pet pro. He was just an actor in it. Like he let someone else direct. Deborah Brock directs and writes it. Like it's a different thing, but. I don't know. I, I mean, that wouldn't surprise <laughs> Maybe me. Maybe not, but like, because he doesn't—he himself doesn't have like a Wikipedia page, which is where I'm thinking it may I not found, have gone that way. His dad does because yes, of the whole obviously. holding company, but I don't—I don't know if he ever went on to. I mean, maybe though. Maybe that this was, is what was I. Funding no, this is what I have from him. I have. I found in C- Crane's Detroit business. <laughs> We're reading. Crane's I, love, I read the same article that you're about to read. Atanas <laughs> Illich, thirty-one of forty under forty, vice president of Olympia Arenas Incorporated. Oh, that was when he was 31? Wow. Yeah. This is when he was 31, yeah. Oh, God. I'm, um, I'm running out of time to make my life something meaningful here. <laughs> dude, he started, he started one foot from the finish line, and he went to a different... Then he went, I'm going to be in a different race, and ran to the finish there, and then came back over. It's not like... This isn't... We're not supposed to measure against this metric of... I. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's fine. It's okay if... Wow, he was 31. He was a vice president of Olympia Arenas. How old yes, is he? Because his did dad this owned there. Detroit. It's weird. Yeah, I will say, if people want to send us money, we'll make a movie. We'll you can be in it. it. You can we'll do whatever be, you we'll want. Happily in it, make yeah. a movie. You, you can be the fucking driller killer again. We'll we'll do whatever. I'll we'll pitch we'll in credit you as a Thomas Illich. We don't give a fuck. We'll yeah, do. we'll call you a Thomas. <laughs> 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 All right, can't stop us free. It'll be fine. We'll make it work. That's the character's name. It'll be a Thomas Illich. Um, anyways, Courtney is having nightmares about this. Why <laughs> are we trying to do the plot of this movie? Yeah, back to the Drill. plot. Okay, so this is because I need to get to the part where all of my questions start rolling. Oh, see, in. This I is bad. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll stop interrupting you. It's, no, 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 no. This is this is how we do it, John. This is always how we've done it. Uh, she keeps having dreams about the driller killer, and it's they they feel like visions of the future because it's not stuff that happened in the first one. It is Atanas Illich doing shit as the driller killer. Well, she also has dreams of her sister warning her about it. Yes, yeah. that's She's a big in this plot very, moment too. Very upsetting, like German expressionism 
fucking sanitarium sanatorium oh, and the room. angles are like all the, weird yeah, and like very triangular and things very yeah. slanted roof of it yeah it's yeah legitimately kind of spooky upsetting. looking yeah, like, i don't yeah that was kind of creepy yeah <laughs> yeah so it's it's he's just in those visions so you're like okay he's Going, probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a lot of noise with that he's, so you're like okay he's gonna show up at some time and <laughs> the, the fingers that they things. keep doing are uh like maybe like jazz hands but inverted in um, like as someone who as, as someone who used to wear fingerless gloves like when that was <laughs> all the exactly rage um, it's fun to move your fingers <laughs> yeah you want to see it you definitely yeah. want to see it's it the whole point you got the fingers out you got to do it's something fun, with them you know? yeah so it's, it's it seems like he's going to show up like as a physical killer and she's getting maybe psychic visions of it but that is not what happens they are partying at the house there's you know like the boys show up there's three boys there's the four girls they, the four girls have a rock band by the way so they like jam pretty often no name they never disclose like a band name that always name. so unfortunate that always they also never ever ever say amy's name in the entire movie you just have to infer her name through the credits <laughs> Or the friend. The friend is Amy. Courtney's best friend is Amy. You yeah. do the math of, okay, They, I know Sally's name. I know Courtney's name. She's like, I'm going to right. Sally and Sheila's, Sheila's for a weekend, yeah. but nobody says Amy. Let's just like imply. That's so like, funny. Like, Unless um, I missed it, but. <laughs> but she keeps being like. They probably didn't. She starts seeing hallucinations <laughs> in her friends, like uh, just like stuff happening to them. And she'll yes. she, like scream and be like, this thing happened to them. And everybody's like, no, they're fine. Look at them. They're right over there. She's having like a psychotic break and her friends seem very <laughs> unalarmed. They're like, oh, yeah. she just One has a hangover. Annoying. It's like, that's not what hangovers do to you. 10,000 times say you must just have a really intense hangover. They're and I'm thinking to myself, so I'm like, what the hell kind of hangover is like she dealing with? What were you drinking? 80s, 80s alcohol hit different, man. Like, like if, you, if you if you start acting like that, I, and I was just like, oh, it's just a hangover. I feel like like I'd be in the wrong. Like I'd be a bad friend. Yeah. <laughs> everyone would turn everyone would turn to you and go, are you yeah, having a psychotic break? What's wrong break? with you? Yeah, like, <laughs> They do have, um, her friend keeps being like, oh, I've been weird all day too. I swear to God, I'm turning into one giant pimple. I have acne. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but they do a really awesome scene where she looks, one of the hallucinations is her scene, like a giant growing pulsating pimple massive her whole face turns into like a melty it is very well done it looks very cool yeah it was awesome Um, that's where the five hundred thousand dollars got spent that's actually the most important part of that (laughs) this this poor girl because it's like she's talking she's like does this sit look bad and then courtney's like ah (laughs) she like runs screaming out of the bathroom and then poor sally disappears from the house they're like where'd sally go she's probably sad and offended by courtney's reaction to her pimple stormed off to the store to get but i digress it's both implied <laughs> and like guess. directly shown to you that she's having hallucinations yes. these things are not real they are visions and then the driller killer just like steps out of one of them and he is there there's no explanation to it there's so no, there is a actually physical thing that he showed up that is so please explain it to me john because okay, i have so, so many questions about this driller killer. <laughs> there is no <laughs> physical explanation for his presence but the moment he appears in reality so like you said about the first 70 percent of the movie he's all seen through hallucinations and there's weird crap happening like the hand and the chicken sandwich and all that special yeah. effect stuff but when she has sex with matt then he appears because he's in the dream and one of the hallucinations with Valerie, the sister's like they're in the car and she's dreaming about Valerie, uh-huh. who is the sister from the first movie. And Valerie says, don't go all the way. And then the killer's like oh. in the dream. And then in the in the bed, it's not. <laughs> I don't know if they're actually having sex or not, but the implication that I got watching it was like they just 
like he just he just did it and then and the for thriller sure, killer comes sense. out of nowhere yeah. and then he's now he's real because sex is bad in the 80s so <laughs> and then he becomes a, a real thing and starts killing everybody so i think um I mean that doesn't explain like the metaphysical side of the whole thing. I kind of I, <laughs> I kind of love that. Though. Yeah, I didn't really catch that the, the first time around. I didn't catch her saying yeah. "Don't go all the way." I think um, yeah, I think it's uh yeah, it's, I think it's like loose commentary on that. I don't think it's like this is. Serious, I mean, okay, because both of I don't know about the third one, but for sure the first one and this one have. It was very funny that someone one of the reviews wasn't kind to this, but said it. It had the vaguely feminist tones of the first one, and I'm like, that's really mean. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the way you said that. But like Deborah Brock, who wrote and directed this, was like, this is a black comedy. Like this is totally. Yeah, we're yeah. having fun with tropes and things that we're doing, even though we're just doing some of these. I was actually um, watching uh, her talking this morning, an interview with her, and she was saying it was meant to be like more about sisterhood. Like that was kind of a driving mm-hmm. point of the movie. Not like a feminist movie per se, but just like the sisterhood bond between those girls is, is an important factor. In right. Which is cool. Um, a lot of 80s horror movies aren't written and directed by women, which is correct. kind of a neat trivia point for this movie. Which it always makes me laugh because yeah. Slumber Party Massacre is like purposely such a you later think oh my god the 80s had such dumb schlock totally like, yeah slumber like party schlock massacre thing. but yeah, it's yeah. written at like well, i think it's supposed to be it's tongue-in-cheek like, exactly it's, it's a black you know, comedy, exactly like you said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah well it's like the whole wasn't there the thing of like cheerleader massacre wasn't made until 2003 that was or something yeah, yeah, yeah like, was like a, there, yeah, cl- there was no movie it. called cheerleader massacre before that until somebody made a ripoff like movie of it um, I don't know. This is just interesting use of tropes in that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, I did not realize that that's when he pops out, and that makes mm-hmm. it make a lot more sense because before it felt totally random. Like <laughs> first time I like, watched it, I missed that too. He filled like, up his killer gauge and was yeah. able yeah. to yeah, like just yeah. arbitrarily. Because <laughs> then it's like wait, <sighs> but it's just weird because it's still like she's seeing visions of the future, but one of those visions is him who steps out and it's, now is in the present. Like it just, yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, not Friday, it's like, never mind, she, she pulls the hat out of the dream, and except she pulls his drill out of the dream, and then yeah. he's here in real he's life. there, now. and he immediately starts going completely bananas oh on everybody. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. The kill count racks up pretty fast. It's a yeah, very quick. And he is a fucking rock star. He is singing songs, and it's like changing the lighting and everything. Yeah. Let's that's, that's one I wanted to talk about because yeah, like man. <laughs> you he I immediately was like did I love he, this movie. I was like did he <laughs> write this song where what is it are recorded these is songs he, are these is he talking about himself because he has lyrics like I got a rather large <laughs> amount in a Swiss bank account and I'm like does he have a, is he rich does he have a bunch of money he's like I got a penthouse at the Ritz I bought it with my hits like does, <laughs> let's buzz has he released buzz. music somewhere did it make enough money for him to say, I own a castle in Spain and a little jet plane? Like, does he actually own a castle is my question. And my Brian guess. doesn't want to even look at me when I'm asking these questions. <laughs> I literally can't look. I can't look. So I, I, I asked you, John, what are my, these lyrics? Uh, Why is he saying these things? Does he have this money and these castles and planes? No, in my, in my head canon, he's just a really big fan of, uh, let me check my notes, um, John Luke Logan. <laughs> John and he Luke really, Logan. really wants to have all those things, but he's just covering the song for the purposes of that scene. Okay, he's so dancing this around is a, this is a that real red song. room. He's singing. And that's awesome. So this is a real song by somebody else? So it's I don't I can't remember if they wrote these songs for this movie or if they pulled them. They the main 
band, like the, the band that the girls are in the movie, that's a real band from LA in the 80s that they use their music for in this movie. But the rest of the songs, like they're all written by like single people and I didn't see okay. like, bands or performers associated with Dude, them. So they may have been written for I this movie. I'm not sure. I was losing it watching the credits because it all just said so all the songs were written by so-and-so and I'm like, right, who yeah. performed them then? <laughs> Well, I think it honestly might have just was been it like, the right like did, the Driller Killer. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's they, a, they, it's they a, should a, do Atonis. that every time. Then it should say all performed by Atonis Illich because he's awesome. Like he and what's weird is none of his songs are in the movie. Like and he his songs would have he well, I guess his songs are more like poppy. I guess from mm-hmm. what I heard and this is more like rockabilly type stuff. But they could have put him as a singer on something because he's got a really good singing voice if you listen to his That's like so funny other stuff yes i don't know why he didn't actually but make a feature do you, i mean do you think it was like he kept being like hey actually you know i have some songs that we that you, you can use for free if you'd like and they're like we're, we'll take a listen to them well, well, we, you know, they're like, we, we got really john luke schedule. logan already we're good <laughs> <laughs> well you know we got john luke logan. we don't want to waste john luke logan. We, yeah. we don't want to pay him and then not using his songs but, we use a couple of songs. We use all maybe, the songs. Maybe, maybe in Silver Party Massacre 3. Maybe. You just have a very tight schedule. You know, we already planned out a lot of this stuff. He's like, well, I, I, had, I had mentioned it like months ago. I kept mentioning you know, in pre-production. I told Roger. I told. He said I could do one if I came on and worked for free. <laughs> Speaking of like why, like songs that um, you're asking, is this his song? Is this the Driller Killers? Did mm-hmm. he record this? It's funny. Is it in the, earlier in the movie? Uh, the band's called Wednesday Week. They were like the new wave type band that mm, was okay. supplying the music for the girl band in the movie. But there's like a, when the when you first see them playing in the garage and the guy pulls up in the car and they're playing like that song. I think it's uh, called If Only. Yes. Um, there's a the, there's a subsequent scene where she's on the phone with Matt and oh, sidebar. Yes! Matt's bedroom is totally like Miami Vice, like Crockett, like pink room, and it's <laughs> phenomenal. And he's like shirtless in his Chef's boxers, talking on the phone. Oh Chef's yeah, he's yeah. chilling. He's chilling, and then she hangs up because it's a school night, according to her mom. Yeah. And then she like wakes up from a bad dream, and then she puts on her headphones and plays her Walkman. It's her, this. it's her own it's, song. Yeah, it's and her, I was like, she's wait a, a mark for herself. She fucking. <laughs> My band is the best band in the world. And I was like, and like she's seventeen, according to this movie. Yes. Like That was like, so you got a, you got a pretty good deal. Like if you're listening to your professionally That's recorded, amazing. Uh, right? Well, I was like, all right, good for you. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't oh. actually know which one is Amy Sheila or Sally, the drummer. Which one's the drummer? Sally. The drummer is Sally. 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 She's she, the one who has the zit that blows mm-hmm. up. The yeah. Yeah. At one point, she says that she's about she's about to like blow up when she finishes writing her song, and everybody's like, "My like, song never is going to take it. us all the way." Yeah, oh, yeah. she's like, "I'm going to finish writing <laughs> it this God. weekend." And then later, you see her sitting on the couch, and she's writing the song and singing it to herself. And I, I just got pie in the sky. Oh yeah, yeah, I got pie so fucking angry because I'm like, this this song is so fucking bad. How dare you? Oh, think I liked this it. Is, I thought it was temerity <laughs> to think this will take them to the top. <laughs> She was like, I want a pie in the sky. I was like, that that will take you to the top. You didn't like it. I thought it was good. I did not like no that time one. For I liked the other no ones more. It, it just rhymes. It just rhymes, John. Maybe maybe when we hear the guitar, about, maybe I don't have I the have, vision uh, that you do. Maybe I can't picture the whole production. My little note here is pie in the sky needs a recording. So <laughs> what? <to> go- <laughs> you can record it. You can record it. I'm pretty sure none of them will sue you. Not a single. They'll be like, thank you for <laughs> finally. Honestly, except maybe Atonis Illich. Atonis- 
He might not his song. Him. It's her it, song. It's well, he might have. He might have grabbed everything. He might have done a cover of. He might have done a cover of "Pie in the Sky" on like his other album. Actually, you know what's gonna happen? <laughs> You're not far off because the end credits. If you watch to the very last uh, title card, yes. end credits, yeah. the copyright yeah, we thing that. says he's like, if you yeah, if you copy this movie in any way, the Driller Killer will pay you a midnight yeah. visit. Like <laughs> <laughs> consequent visit by the Driller Killer. Yeah. It was so <laughs> that's to say, I'm not gonna be covering "Pie in the Sky" anytime soon because I don't want. Well, no, maybe I do want a Thomas to visit. You me just ask. Time, whatever. They you also could you could send them an email. They didn't just say the driller killer will come to get you. Like they did add that it's, joke in, but they started with "We will sue the fucking shit out of you." That's true. They weren't. And then yeah, also they, the they didn't mince words. Boilerplate. It's like you know we will take subsequent legal legal action, or you will receive subsequent legal action and a midnight and visit from, from the, the driller. The driller. <laughs> It's Which like, is, is this menacing? Like I don't know. Like, like, are yeah, you having man. fun, or you're gonna completely ruin my bank account? Yeah, exactly. like, fun, yeah, it'd be fun alone, but when you combine it with the suing, it's like we will sue and murder you. We're gonna send a guy to kill you. Yeah, like, I'd like almost prefer to run away from the driller killer because he's not very threat. Like he, he does a lot of sucks, spins dude, and dances. I could I could outrun him. I'm confident. In, so like it, I cannot run a legal battle. Though. So like I can't I will, outrun I'll a take subpoena. my chances. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Exactly. Exactly. Run a court summons. Um, so tell, tell us more Jesus about these Christ. these notes that you have, John. What else What else you got for yeah. us? Okay, so my fa- absolute favorite part of this movie is well, TJ. The uh, he's Jesus, my first he's note, asshole, dude. He's yeah, my first note I about TJ t- is I knew TJ's <laughs> in high school, and I fucking hate him. We got <laughs> we got the bromance between Jeff and TJ, and they they are introduced yes. when the girls the girls are dancing. Um, they're yep. like the one girl's getting naked and they're like doing the champagne shower thing. And then TJ and Jeff just roll up to this house, presumably uninvited. Like it's not really clear why they're, they did, but they're, they're, they're the boyfriends later. They're supposed to get there the next day. Yeah. They're supposed to come the next day, but they decided to do this like midnight rendezvous and they're just like staring through the window. So my notes say lame dude, Jeff, and then cool douche TJ. TJ's the dude with the leather jacket, the cigarette, who's always like, oh, hey guys. Hey. Yeah, that fucking laugh. Oh He's my God. He's just grunting it. It's like the funniest thing to me and i have no idea why it's so funny to me but like because you knew people like that in high school he's a fucking slut because you were friends with those people (laughs) i honestly can't think of a single person i know that acts like that or like i can't even think of an amalgamation of people it's like four or five different people if you take everybody's worst qualities they exhibit only sometimes and you make him exhibit it all the time but he doesn't stop with that out and made it a hundred percent in one person that's what tj would be literally every line he has in this movie is just like oh like, even, like there's, the, there's he, like he reads that fucking he, re- he reads the smut book like he is figuring out how to read in well, real he's trying time. to like, turn on his girlfriend because yeah. he's like and then the the power of the, the pin no, or whatever and like, she, he's like are you he turned did, on yet <laughs> that was my that was a very funny, funny line funny, because yeah. he did he goes are you turned on yet reads one sentence Yep, and now and she turns oh, and just no. licks her lips. At yeah, him. she does that really exaggerated okay. like lip. Lick. No. Like, I, don't, I don't know about all this. Like this is weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. if I were TJ at that point, I'd been like, I'm I'm not turned on anymore. You know, this, this movie places a really big emphasis on brothers being weird because in the in the car when they're driving weird to the brothers. condo, Sally's like reading the the smut book. Yes. Yeah, so, Sheila's like, "Where did you get that book?" And she's like, "I got it from under my weird brother's mattress." And it's like she's really like really exaggerated in how she like gives that line. And then she like and then later that's the book that he's reading when he's trying to when TJ is trying also, to turn on Sheila. When <laughs> when they arrive at the condo. One, uh, I believe Courtney in her bed is her brother's is the 
The other it's one's Sheila's brother's, brother's Sheila's sex brother. doll. Sex yeah. doll. And Sheila just one. nonchalantly is like, I guess my brother was here. Yeah. And she's like, he's such a perv. And she he like she like grabs the sex doll and like caresses it or something, yeah. does something with it. And like, your brother came in that. What are you doing? <laughs> it's she very says weird. It yeah. It's like, in the family. Yeah. She does. She's like, I'm a perv at one point, too. Yeah. It's like, what? Somebody... Like, I mean, okay, that's cool. But yeah, don't caress the But sex also, doll. he came in <laughs> Don't <laughs> touch your brother's cum doll. Like, what do you. Nope. What's more also, the alarming, nipples were so pronounced. I couldn't yeah. believe it. The, the more alarming part of that sex doll to me was the, there's the scene <laughs> oh, where oh, the sex doll is kind of throughout the movie, but like there's the scene where TJ, back to TJ, he's like putting his toe in its mouth. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's ew. He's putting <laughs> Sheila's toe in its mouth. Oh, was, he, was that Sheila's he toe? Was, I didn't know whose toe it was. It was below, just foot and mouth. <laughs> I think that's the one he's dating. Like whoever he's dating. Sheila's his uh, girlfriend. Yes, yeah. then then it was Sheila. He was sitting lower on the chaise lounge. Like she was sitting lower on the chair uh, by her feet and was like, then put it on pretending like, and she was, that's why she was like laughing about it. Cause oh, he was like, ah, <laughs> and he's like, ah, yeah, like someone's was dick was in there. Someone, what are we your doing? Your brother's penis. Right. That's why your I was, well, that's why I was, was I mean, it's weird for a lot of reasons. It's weird to put a toe in it. It's like weird to put your girlfriend's toe in it. It's weird to put but, your own toe in it. Not to like, mention, it's not can... yours. It's somebody else's. Like, <laughs> That's I, really. I thing. would. I would argue it's only that it's somebody else's. I can hand wave <laughs> all the other things if it's yes. your personal you sex doll. You and your you girlfriend. Do, you fucking do whatever you want. It seems like y'all enjoy it. So go, go have go fun. Nuts. No harm, no foul. Unless. You take your brother's. Fucking Just fucking dog. rinse it out at least. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That goes for anybody in in this cut. The brother beforehand should have. Fucking Sheila, DJ, any of them. Now, there is something to be said for that. Perhaps he just put it there as a joke and he wasn't actually fucking it. There's also a chance that Sheila put it there as a joke and Mm. she doesn't even have a brother and it's just all. Oh, that would fuck. I would, that would ruin my life if you. She also, you also know. Easter egg like that. (laughs) Well, you know, she's like, it's like very unpronounced, but like, it's funny because she's like super rich and there's a, there's a moment Mm. and you know this not because of the condo, but because she says some people have wine cellars. She's like, my dad has a booze closet. And I was like, your, your frame of reference is a wine cellar. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's your, your, your default thing. Thing to compare that I, like, to. I would say that like a lot of people have booze <laughs> closets or like a liquor cabinet i guess no. liquor ca- a in, cabinet like, yeah like yeah but she doesn't even bring out she brings out like a ton of champagne it's not like she's bringing she out, out like, like four bottles of champagne and they, the whole movie they're drinking and they champagne spend, it's they like, spend two of them on each other's shirts and breasts oh and i have a note about that too i was like if i was underage drinking i want to be like wasting the champagne i'd be like hold up like wait a minute they have the limited number of supplies yeah exactly i was like you guys are really like i mean okay i mean do what you want i guess maybe it's unlimited maybe the booze closet is literally just like racks of champagne and they're like whatever it is actually a wine cellar and she just doesn't know to call it a wine cellar I mean, technically, champagne's wine, so you're onto something. Yeah, I would like and to talk know, about she... that scene a little bit, though. They okay. put on the movie Rock and Roll High School, and then oh, they yeah, can't starring help the Ramones. But Fun fact, yeah, God, they really put on Rock and Roll High School. Yeah, and then not the song is playing. One of them's like, "I love <laughs> this song," and then they all start dancing and taking their tops off. One of and them spraying each other's champagne and <laughs> getting completely naked. What was it? One of them starts <laughs> dancing, and two of them. Yeah, I think you described it as like feel like they are forced to also dance. <laughs> like they move their bodies in a way that makes them feel compelled to also dance with their friend. You, I, it's going to make you look like a perv, but you should, if you're not going to watch this movie, at least YouTube. Oh, they wouldn't put it on YouTube. Find a way to the, watch the dance. If you watch this on YouTube, it's going to be the, 
the let's buzz scene is all over YouTube, but that's the only uh, one. That makes more but sense. That well, scene is actually, it's funny that you say it's pervy because they, they make a joke about that too, because that's when TJ and Jeff are introduced. Mm-hmm. They go to the window and they do that like <laughs> kind of like 80s head rise <laughs> thing where they're yeah, like looking yeah. into the window. And then the quote is Jeff is like the nerdy guy and he's like, I didn't know girls really did this stuff. And then TJ is like, it's cause we're dead and we're in heaven. <laughs> and then like, and then the scene cuts and it's funny. Cause I think that's like, it was intentional. I was trying yeah. to be like, yeah, this probably doesn't, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't a teenage girl. So like, I don't know, but like, I'm imagining that's not, I'm fairly, I'm fairly confident. <laughs> that's not how it shakes out. I don't think that's how that goes <laughs> typically, but I thought that was funny. Cause I was like, okay, they're, they're self-aware of the ridiculousness. Yeah. Of this absolutely. I, absolutely. <laughs> I just love the way that they're dancing before they start taking all their tops off. Cause it's they're just, being, just they're being so silly. I love it. It's very mechanical. Also, <laughs> I I I just have to correct because you're saying they all take all of their tops off. One girl takes her top and her bra. It's only off, one, yeah. and Sally oh. takes her top off. Oh, there's only one pair of breasts that we see in that scene. Oops. Sheila takes her top off. The other girls do not. Exactly. Yeah. Sally yeah, just like takes her top. top. She has her yeah. bikini. She has a bikini top still on. Right. And then Sheila just closed her bra back up and is like, ah, I'm done. That was one and song. And it's really, it's, it's gross. Not, that, that's not gross. But like there's, they're playing yeah, those with are feathers gross. too. No, sorry, that, that's not gross. But, but they're playing with like feathers, like a pillow or whatever. Yeah, What's yeah. gross is all the feathers like cascade into like the peanut butter and jelly and stuff that they're eating. And I was just like, that's going to be a pain to clean. Dude. And like, ew, those are your snacks for the night. Like that's full of feathers now. They, like, it's also, Sheila's dad's new, I'm sure I know clearly he's loaded, but like, that's Sheila's dad's new condo, and Courtney I was just that too. rips like a pillow apart. Everywhere. Like she just fucking wanting recklessness. Like, ah, fuck you, it, I don't give a shit. Did you also look, look at her the pouring sh- champagne all over the floor? It's <laughs> like, yeah. what are they doing? Did you look at the, the spread that they had? They had like a, it was like a, some sort of square blanket, like a picnic blanket or something. It was like a, in the middle blanket. of the room, it is filled from edge to edge with jars and plates and bags of food <laughs> and lots of diet pepsi this movie is full of diet yeah, it's Dude, so much diet that's how everywhere. they paid for this movie is fucking <laughs> diet pepsi, pepsi. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> little caesars had a deal with diet pepsi, diet pepsi so they were able yamaha to amplification yeah. i love when movies... yamaha got a shout out and i was like what like, the fuck yamaha going and on? diet pepsi are very pronounced throughout this movie yeah <laughs> pepsi loves to get into horror movies sometimes i think it's 28 days later where uh they're like looking. They stop mid, like going upstairs, running away from zombies. And he's like, "You need sugar. How about one of these nondescript sodas or a Pepsi? How about a Pepsi?" <laughs> and she's still like, "I'd like." The I think during the apocalypse. I think during yeah. the apocalypse part of that too, Kelly Murphy is walking by in like the hospital or something. Or are you talking about 28 weeks later? 20 days later. 20, 20 days, days, yeah. Later. 20 days later. I'm pretty sure at the beginning as well, when he's in the hospital completely abandoned, he, he walks machine. by a Pepsi. Yeah, like... He, yeah, no, that's like, what I'm saying. There's a bunch of Pepsi in there. <laughs> that movie's so fucking good, and then all of a sudden Pepsi's there like, hey, guys, us too. <laughs> How did you Wasn't pronounce Pepsi? his name, by the way? I said... I think it's Cillian. Cillian. I think that's okay. what it actually is. I was wondering if you knew something I didn't about his... About his I thought it was Cillian. Yeah. No, yeah, I think that's cool. it. Sorry. <laughs> yes. But back to Silver Party Massacre 2. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything else? I have tons more. Please Let's do good, it. Good, Let's perfect, do it. awesome. I'm There's I'm out. <laughs> I, I, if you if so you if you guide me, I'll find more. Exactly. Right, let's, let's talk about. Let's continue the conversation about TJ because this guy just cracked right. me up. Yep. So there is um <laughs> the. <laughs> so first of all, TJ and and Jeff eventually get in the house, right? So like these yeah. these this is before. Courtney's like really pronounced with her psychotic breaks. I don't yes. think any of her friends really know. That's not true, actually. Back up. Earlier in the movie, <laughs> she falls asleep in the car. Yep. When they're parked yes. at like a rest stop or whatever. 
And she has a vision where her sister is like bloodying up on the window of her car. And it's kind of mm. like a jump scare kind of moment um, of which there aren't many in this movie, which is to its credit. Um, but like that, yeah. then Definitely. Sally is just like, what's wrong? Like really nonchalant. Once again, like this girl wakes up <laughs> screaming in a car like, ah! and then like, yeah, Sally's just like, what's going on? And I'm like, okay. And it's alluded to actually even earlier in the movie that like the friends don't even know she has these psychotic breaks because Correct. um yeah, like the the main girl Amy or the the best friend. I'm sorry. Like they ask somebody asks Courtney where her sister's going to college, and you can see like Amy kind of like gets weird looking, and like Courtney gets really quiet. So it's like presumed that the other two don't even know yes, like the history of the, Courtney the situation. Yeah, which makes this all yeah. the more weird because it's like if they knew that backstory, maybe wouldn't they'd, it be? Maybe then that would explain their calmness, but it seems like they don't know her backstory, and she's having all these crazy episodes. So it's like they should be more alarmed than they are. Anywho, fast forward to TJ and Jeff breaking into the house. So they, um, like, grab those two girls, or TJ, I should say. Like, Sheila's walking out because she hears a sound. Because mm-hmm. she hears Because they make a little noise. Yeah. Because they're making a lot of noise. And she has the champagne bottle as, like, a weapon. And it's funny because she's, like, drunkenly, like, drinking it. And she's like, shit, like, I'm going to go, like, beat him with the champagne bottle. <laughs> and then TJ, like, grabs her. And I was like, this must be, like, horrifying. Like, yeah. that's you? Like, you're being grabbed by an invader? Oh, like my that? God. Was, like, horrifying. Yeah. And then it's, like, played off. And then, like, Jeff and TJ do this, like, fist bump. And they go, like, smoke on, smoke them. And, like, I don't <laughs> know what that means. But, like, he's just, like. Nobody knows what he means, John. Smoke on, smoke them. And then later in the movie, though. <laughs> he does it again when she has a she has the psychotic break in the bathtub, uh-huh. which is very reminiscent of the Nancy scene in Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, yep, it's not the same, but it's similar. And then um, it's like they all run close up. to the same. <laughs> it's similar enough. There's a there is a there is a brunette with curly hair in a bathtub and it's then that's soapy. it. And something it's bad very happens. soapy. And, and then it's over with the similarities. <laughs> Okay, so it's not actually reminiscent of Nightmare on Elm No, Street. it's for sure reminiscent. It's reminiscent. <laughs> <laughs> they, they dated it much worse, is all I'm saying. Yes. Friday, Friday 13th was excellent. They're just like, blood comes out of the faucet, and then she sticks her hand in the water and comes back up with a bunch of bloody hands. It's actually more reminiscent of it when she's like, the sink is pouring Actually out for true, yes. Actually, yeah, because that's the whole part. Is she thinks there's blood coming out of the faucet and filling up the bathtub, so she panics and runs out, and then Sally comes in, and they have the zit scene. Actually, so I'm wrong. The scene I was trying to talk about, TJ, is there's another scene where they're all there. Are there is about, another scene, isn't there? There's lots of scenes in this movie. <laughs> I'm just like it's 75 kids minutes. talking How to are each there other. Fucking so many of these scenes. There should be <laughs> like, like six of them total. Someone's like yelling at TJ. I think Matt, like the hunky dude, is like yes. yelling at TJ, and TJ's just like smoke your head. And I was like, who says that? Like, was that a thing in the eighties? Like, because I've never heard that. It, it, like an life. eat my shorts style. It, like smoke it, your head, Matt. Like, it like maybe is one of those pieces of slang that was popular where they were filming and never made it out. You know, of that oh. area. Like, or it was just popular all over in that time period. It just didn't make it very far. You know, slang is weird like that. Sometimes it's I want to believe that sometimes TJ it flares out just, really fast. Mm-hmm. I want to believe that the actor that was TJ was literally just making it up as he was going. <laughs> I love like, that. I, the director. I, I want to believe nodding. that he just went with it. Yeah. The director just cut. Great, awesome. That's any everybody else was. What the fuck did he just say? He say? I loved it. It was awesome. It was a great. Lot of, like, we, we, he said next shot. Let's fucking keep going. We, have, like, people are like, we have four more going, days to finish <laughs> the entire film. <laughs> we, like, no, wait, what, did, what did he mean though? It's like tell me the plot of the movie. I'm like I don't, I don't. Then shut the then fuck shut the, up yeah. when you don't know about things. Okay, go home. Smoke your head. Go home, Atanas. Smoke your head. Honest. <laughs> to this just, movie's he would credit, fucking love that. 
Sorry. I think part of the, part of the reason why I like this movie so much is I think I mean it's goofy, it's obviously silly, and it's got I mean it has a theme, and I think I think it's well done, but it's clearly like meant to be kind of tongue in cheek. But I do think that the actors demonstrate, like, a lot of realism. Like, there's a lot of things, like, when he does say, smoke your head, and then somebody yells at him, he, like, reacts in a way that feels mm-hmm. very real. Like, it definitely feels like they're riffing in a way where they're not necessarily acting, which I think is pretty cool. More so with Sally, Courtney, and TJ. Like, they feel like they're very fluid in their acting. Yeah. I, think I, it's, yeah. it's I would really definitely good. say there's not a lot of acting going on in this that's, movie. That's what I, I think was, it's a lot of riffing, yeah. I, I le- <laughs> It's a weird struggle with that because I, I do actually agree of, like, it is nice to see the sort of more like genuine moments sort of things, mm-hmm. but like you only have 75 minutes. You guys, you guys got to do what you're here to do. Like so much of it. I think for me, a lot of the time is a lot of that setup feels so time wasty, even though it's 70. Again, I can't stress enough. It can be a slog, the first half of the movie. Minutes. Yeah. It's an hour it, and 15 minutes, and I'm going, oh, my God, where are we at a certain point? It you know feels what I mean? like it's like, at least an hour and a half, for that's sure. That's the thing. Like, very, very least. The, and I don't, know if it's the, I don't know if it's that part, or maybe it's just, like, because they're shooting so fast, there's a little bit of limited shot selection. Although the movie is shot perfectly fine. Like, it's not, it does look good. It's yeah, nothing it's like, got a lot of cool shots. You know, it's not going to blow your fucking ears back, but, like, it's fine to look at Sometimes, there's yeah, way you, worse there's so much fucking all you worse. need is for like, the, yeah. for the the cinematography to stay out of the way sometimes and it's like it's yeah. it, it, it for the normal stuff it stays out of the way and then when atonis shows up it goes <laughs> here's a bunch of neon shit here's a bunch of lights here's a bunch of the, there there's are, one <laughs> go ahead. what we say watch out Wait. there's one there was one stark thing that was very different for me that i i mm. kept in my head and it felt like i was watching uh a David Lynch murder scene because there's just the one there's the one time where the driller killer comes down the stairs and Sally is stuck behind the drums and it's just oh, this it's very scary. this yeah. handheld like slow it's a little too bright like the lights yep. feel a little too like washed mm-hmm. out and I bright on her scene. and it, she's that, just like awkward kind of and like moving uh, actually like that's what like the David Lynch sort of thing because it reminded yep. me of a, a situation in Twin Peaks that happens where someone's getting chased around like so you, held you'd against call the this wall. the David Lynch slasher films. That's that whole sequence. <laughs> please, that, please get me get me out of this. That stuff. whole sequence where they so that to set that scene up because that's really when the carnage mm. starts, right? Because that's right before they have sex and he comes out into the real world and starts killing everybody. So they. Let's back up to the scene before. Because the scene before, it's really cool because they have two cops that are named Voorhees and Kruger, which is cool. Um, Which is kind of a fun little... And they're such douches. Like, the guy with the mullet is Voorhees, and he's just like... She's like, did I do something wrong? And he's like, well, you didn't do anything wrong, but you wasted about $200 of the taxpayer's money. (laughs) (laughs) But you didn't do anything wrong. And he's such a douche. And then the other guy, Kruger, is just like, if you call me back, I'll, like, cut your head off or something I'll pull out my finger, my finger-bladed glove and kill you in your nightmare. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, not do that. And then freaking Voorhees is just like, come on, Kruger. Denny's is holding her booth. <laughs> and then they leave. He says it with contempt at it. Kruger is my favorite part. Is he, see, he hits that D. He's like, Denny's is holding our table. And I'm like, are you mad that Kruger booked a table at Denny's? That? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Why, what is this is, tension? <laughs> it's bizarre and it's crazy and I love it. And then then what happens is the crew, the main crew without Courtney and Matt, who are the, the girl who's freaking out and her boyfriend, they all leave to give them some space. So they go to like go eat or whatever. And then they go upstairs and like start fooling around because it's her birthday. So he like made her a cake and all this stuff. And then they come back. And I think this sequence forward is cool because it's like they come back and they're just acting like 
like drunk Wild, kids do yeah. honestly because they're just back and it's like tj's just like i can play the guitar and he there's a quote that he says and it's really quiet oh it's in the God. background but he starts walking towards the bass guitar and he's just like i have musical abilities natural musical powers <laughs> and then he picks up the bass and like and they're just it, it feels real to me like that yeah. feels like a, a dialogue that could have happened and then immediately the driller killer comes out and then you get to that shot where he comes down the stairs and then the first thing is TJ rushes him with the bass guitar, yeah. which is silly. He's just like, come on, punk, or whatever. And like, then he gets knocked out immediately. Yep. And then everyone runs away. And then you have that David Lynch shot God. where he's approaching her. And it, it goes from really funny to like really creepy really quickly. And I think it's done well. And then she gets drilled through the phone. Yeah, <laughs> oh, That was awesome. And like, then yeah. <laughs> that whole sequence is cool. <laughs> and then the rest becomes like a cat and mouse you know, thing for the rest mm-hmm. of the movie. But um, yeah. The, yeah, the rest of it is just like you really just get to see the driller killer be, be bananas. <laughs> A few times. That's when he starts to shine because yeah. then he does the let's buzz thing. Yeah, he's like, he's like I, yeah. thanks, kids. I got it from here. And he just fucking carries the rest of the movie <laughs> on his back. <laughs> Look, you got me as far as you needed to go. Yeah. You got me to pass the baton. Mm-hmm. It's a rally race, and now he's he's taking it home. <laughs> but there's like, uh, it's actually Although my favorite the, scene. You go ahead. What no, 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 you go ahead, please. <laughs> my favorite scene in the whole movie is. I think it's it's when he kills Matt, which happens right before yeah. he comes down. And there's other there's actually it's it is kind of scary, I think, because he kills it's Matt so by like he that's his 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 appearance, right? He comes out of the dream, he drills through Matt, which is well done. It looks cool, and then she's like, "Is this a dream?" And he just like rips the guy's arm off, and he's like, "Does this look like a dream?" And it's like actually kind of scary because he looks truly menacing, and it's all red, and he's holding this like bloody ass hands, like yeah. shaking in a weird way. And it's like, "Does this look like a dream?" He does really that? Mean. And I'm like, and it's uh, like kind, kind of. Yeah, that was my favorite <laughs> yeah. reaction. Was does this look like a dream? We both get. Yes. Yeah, a little You're bit. You're holding a guy's arm. I've been having these exact dreams for days. It's more of the same. It's, it's like it's in such <laughs> it's stark like crazy. Yeah, contrast. like yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you you can feel the gas pedal being pushed through the goddamn floor, like. Yeah, like we only got twenty minutes left. Like, We're at we minute fifty-five. No like we gotta you go. Have to like, yeah. go. I, I will say that it does something that like. A lot of horror movies do, admittedly, but there is like always like a turning moment where it is it, there is that feeling of like, oh, we're in hell now, we cannot go back. Everything yes. is awful forever now. Um, and then he just but it just stays liminal and crazy because it's like there's the next scenes where they're like running through the condo and it's super empty and weird because probably your point it's like a real estate development in real life <laughs> yeah, it's a construction site like, yeah like they're just like on a fucking but it's it <laughs> is really weird and uncanny and it feels dreamlike and then they went up to that one house which I think is the same people that the car drove by mm-hmm. early and like refused to pick them up and they get to the house and there's just classical music blasting and i was like these people in this house <laughs> are just like <laughs> loudly so blasting some really classical music and then it's but it's creepy because it's weird and it's like uncanny and then the guy comes out he's just like damn kids and like closes the oh, door yeah, he's he's he's, he's billed as mr damn kids in the credits <laughs> is he that's amazing yeah <laughs> it's like this guy's just living it up in his little uh <laughs> little condo but the next scene is completely silent condo complex he was probably like oh (laughs) fucking kids showed up i moved here to get away from the kids (laughs) that's why he can play his music so loud there's nobody to complain it's like that's for true (laughs) yeah so then they run through the uh the the one the condo is still being constructed and Mm -hmm. the driller killer continues to like teleport around and kind of know where they are but also sometimes not know where they are and say rock and roll the game and say rock and roll lyrics he misses he misses one of them and says 
I can't get I can't no, get no satisfaction. satisfaction. And I was like, you, if you don't look right in the camera right now, I'm going to turn the movie off. And he pretty much did. And I went, that's fine. Okay, good. Yep. good See, job. that is my <laughs> second favorite scene in this movie. <laughs> is not that one. Okay. It's close to that one. That's, that's my third favorite. But um, <laughs> my, second, my, my second favorite is the first time he teleports. Because he does. He, yes. they, the, uh, Jeff, um, Sheila, and whoever else, TJ, I think, get away in the car. Or Courtney. Courtney. They get away in the car. It's Courtney, Amy, and Jeff. They get away in the car. Which the whole scene leading up to that is ridiculous. They like go back into the house because like we got to go to the car, and he's like, "Crap, my keys are on the kitchen table." So they really stealthily go back in the in the house to like look for the keys. And as soon as he grabs the keys, he's just like, "Are you guys ready? All right, go!" And then like he like shouts it, and I was like, "What the fuck was the point of like being silent in the first place?" And then they get in the car, they drive away. The driller killer is in the back seat. So maybe he didn't teleport. Maybe he like snuck into the car in advance, I but he didn't really, have the keys. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, they didn't have the keys. <laughs> it was locked. The car was but locked because there were no keys. He, he drills him. through Jeff, who's driving. Yes. Right, he kills him in the back in the in the seat. They were the girls run out the back seat, and then there's a really cool shot where the camera pans away from the car and like really enhancing this like liminal type moment because it's just these like really blue hue. The car's sitting like alone with a door open, and it just hangs there for yeah. like, five or six seconds, and it's really like well done, kind of in this, mm-hmm. the middle of this madness. That's my second favorite scene in the movie. Is that, that shot is so out of nowhere. It looks really looks really cool. I yeah, <laughs> see, I, I start to miss some of this stuff because cinematography. Because I'm just sitting oh, yeah. there being like. Like, does he does he teleport? Is he real? Where does he come through? Where is he alive? Did he write those hits? Does he have a castle in Spain? I it's I start to get very distracted anytime he does like a new thing because I have I, be, I get more questions about how he works as an entity. The word, the, the 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 part of that that like I was gonna have a mental break was the finale like was the final act of this film, which was the construction the construction site, site. chase yeah, yeah. and battle because like it one it stops and starts so much and i don't yeah, understand why sequence, like yeah. there's just like moments of silence and they're just like walking normally and then like you'll be like hey <laughs> and like chase them for a little bit and like miss and then like okay keep chasing them and he's like i'm gonna go over here now he like he literally moves he like literally takes a smoke break yeah he takes he takes, a, he takes multiple he smoke breaks. so many cigarettes he, he's, in but the he's the only They're killer so i've ever seen take a smoke break mid chase for the final girl <laughs> he stops and he, <laughs> he starts smoking a cigarette and that's where some also, like blood starts falling on his face yes that's and he right knows. he's yeah. like they're above and he realizes yes don't you know where they are already like, you were teleporting to them before <laughs> and half of that he's like in the middle of singing a song it might be john mm-hmm. luke i don't remember which one it was but like he's definitely uh, he's doing singing. the rockabilly one. He's doing the, the rockabilly one. Yes, uh, but like can't stop. He'll like jump. Yeah, can't stop loving you. Like, but like yep. he'll it'll be completely silent, and then he'll jump out, and then yep. you'll he- the song will just play for ten boom, seconds, boom, 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 and then it will boom, stop boom, yeah. again as like the drill turns on. And I'm like, what is this? It's a nightmare, is what it is. It's and so it's- bizarre. <laughs> and then Courtney, <laughs> she's, he, he's confronting her at the end. And he's like, oh, I've got you. No, you don't. And she just fucking has a butane torch, lights it, and he goes, and then she just lights his ass on fire. And he Do they fucking... set up her collecting those materials to do that, or did she just she have just no, she found just that torch? The yep. butane torch. Mind you, that, 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 that would not blower, be yeah. my first choice of weapon in like a wooden construction site. <laughs> I would be like, maybe like I shouldn't do this like right now. Dude, but... she was fine. They did yeah. not have the budget to burn down that house. Are you kidding she me? She doesn't know that. She... No, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> 
I gotta say, I mean, <laughs> she doesn't know. Yeah, she has no idea. <laughs> if you set the whole thing on fire, you're the one doing it. If you have your back to like the way out, you're more likely to get out than the other person is, and they're gonna be distracted with the house on fire more than getting you. So I don't know. I might, I might That's take true. my chance, especially since yeah. she's on the top floor and fire like burns upwards. I think. Sure. Oh, she could sneak down. She would just like run. I mean, run down. It's still going to burn the whole Definitely place run. down. But, so uh, you don't need to sneak. I think it's, the whole fire is pretty Yeah, it's not a wildfire, she's, right? She's it's, on a time a time box here. Yeah. So. It <laughs> is also open so that the, the smoke can't fill up the house, so she's not going to like suck Correct. Like she could. Yeah, that's for true. I think you can run out, and that's it. If you, if you light and then start booking it, I think you're okay. Let, like, us, pretty let us know if we could make it out yeah if Let you us, know if anything you about how that works are a fire yeah, would i die fire. or would you guys die? How, who like, would die us, if who's gonna survive this sequence of the <laughs> yeah i feel like the way to win though is to just never be in that house and just keep on running that's this true. guy clearly does not move quickly but he's does very he? slow he can teleport for sure he but can once teleport. he once he gets near you i feel like then he his, his, his lot, movement yeah. is stunted because <laughs> he has to dance he has to like he has to gear up he's got to do a few spins to spin around click did you notice go the end of his let's buzz sequence is actually the funniest part of the movie because he's like he's like dancing. Sheila's like trying to get into the room yes, that's been barricaded that's by the right. other two girls, and they like hear her banging on the wall, and he's dancing his way up the stairs to like come to her, and then they like start moving the dresser, and it, they they move it <laughs> out of the way of the door, of the way. and then like. Nothing happens, and then they hear the drill go off, and then you see them just move it back in front of the door. They get her killed. I was gonna say, I was like, you guys could have just opened the door, and she would have fallen in and been fine. But you, you killed her. Like you let him dance his way up to her, and he's dancing for a solid like sixty seconds. Yeah, it's a like, full music video that he's going on. It, it there really are, is like, a full music video. I think there are. I think there are straight up four full musical numbers in this movie. I think there's Wonderful. two from the Weekend Way. And the Let's Buzz is an entire full song. That oh, yeah. uh, there might be five technically, because then there's that, and then there's also Can't the Stop Chase Loving with You. Let's go. Uh, like, yeah, Can't Stop. There's again for a movie that's 75 minutes long, a fourth of it is just song. Yeah, I'll come it's right at the mid- end. Dude. That's yeah, it's true. That may explain why I like it so much because it's like I don't actually like musicals that much, sure. but mm. like this is like rock music kind of interwoven with like horror stuff so i'm like it i, it's, I love all of that it's so seems fun. like maybe you would like musicals john if you just found the right ones <laughs> you know what that's fair because i do like a couple um oh but well, it's then you do like <laughs> over the years i've liked them yeah. more and more but like i was never like a rocky horror fan oh, okay. for example uh, and stuff like that okay. like um yeah but this type of stuff i like rock of ages i mean that's a musical but that's like 80s hair metal. right you know yes, where that is very being recorded we can edit that out if you <laughs> um, you don't want the world yeah. to know that i love poison and god oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll be okay i unironically that's love many perfect. musicals it had but. nothing to do with the songs it had purely only to do with the musical rock of ages liking poison or motley Crue. that shit is perfectly great i like it too <laughs> liking rock of ages though is it not a good movie? Liking it, the I, Broadway oh. musical version of all those songs, though, dude. I uh, I do want to scratch an itch. <laughs> That's okay. You okay, okay, like okay. A musical. What do you want? I, okay, okay, okay. Um, but with the, with the drill killer, I do want to point out that like she sets him on fire one time, and that is it for him. Oh, it's he goes down. He goes, count, he goes down really. easy. Uh, before there's some things that happens, like when he's trying to attack some people with the drills and they're swinging back at him, the way he's moving is like, oh, you might actually hurt me if I'm not careful. Like he definitely <laughs> he does feel only like has human, yeah. human level like like health, you know. <laughs> like he seems like he'd be taken out the same way that any human could. 
Yeah. Like, Jeff rams him with a lamp and he dodges and kind of stumbles. So if you can, if <laughs> Jeff with a lamp can like do some damage, you're probably gonna be, you could probably win in a fight against yeah. the driller killer. If they got the cops, they definitely would probably shoot everybody, but like they'd get him, you know. There is also a great part where they're calling the cops for when the killer is actually out and she's like, blah, 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 and you just hear on the phone. I'm I'm tired of this. I don't want to hear any more of your stupid kid stuff. And they're like, Officer Kruger, no! He's like, hey. don't, don't call back. Yeah, he's like, do not, don't call back. I don't like this. <laughs> Which did the, so silly. Did the, did the police station patch through to Denny's? Or did he already finish Denny's and <laughs> get back to the That's station? That's a great question. It's only been like 15 minutes, so you would think that they're still she eating at Denny's. The, yeah. She called the Denny's. <laughs> She called the John. No, you're there. They gave, they like, gave him. The officer Kruger gave him, or Officer Voorhees probably because he's not as shitty as Officer Kruger. Probably gave him like here's a card just in case. And it's just the big Denny's logo <laughs> and the Denny's number. The police headquarters is actually a police headquarters. Is, it's a police headquarters so slash can, Denny. I will. They can go back and forth at will. Yeah. <laughs> Once you pass security checkpoint one, you're good. But do for not both make of them. them go to that golf course, or they will flip out on oh you. Oh my god. <laughs> I will say they have Officer Kruger, Officer Voorhees, Courtney Bates. They're literally Bates, just yep. missing it being like Amy Myers and Sheila Pinhead, the... and they'd have everybody. <laughs> Hello, my name is Sheila Pinhead. I, uh, who, this is my dad's hey, property. Who you calling Pinhead? Who you calling Pinhead? <laughs> yes. I was watching that last night, actually. Oh. The, I need to rewatch there, that. Yeah. I, I think there was who one other Pinhead? one, and I think it was in reference to the first movie. Where, like, the house where it happened, like, one of the family's names was The Cravens, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I there's another, that. like, just a bunch of fucking love horror movies. They're subtle. It's, they're nods. I mean, yeah. they're not subtle. They're very the Officer Creed, Kruger, and Voorhees are, like, that's they, it, no I bad. heard the, the movie almost yell at me. Like, it was, yeah. do you get it? Well, he's like, come on, Kruger. You, we're yes. going to Denny's. What is this, Supernatural? <laughs> uh, only. So do we? Do, did we do it? Did we get it? Anything? Anything crazy important else you want to say about this? Uh, the only final scene that I think is worth mentioning is the. Um, I don't even remember the context of it, but there's a scene where he's like <laughs> no context. Under a, he's under like one of those like uh, you know like at like a hotel they'll have those like floor lights that go up onto the building yeah. and like illuminate yes. the yeah, yeah, yeah. side yes. of the building. There's a scene where he's just like doing this really weird thing. He's like, he does almost like a who like guitar twirl thing. And he like puts his hand up and he's just laughing and they're like running away into the foreground of the shot. And he's like up on a hill in the background in this only oh, weirdly yeah. lit building. Yeah. It's also one of those really weird, starkly contrasted scenes to the rest of the movie that I think is like very well done. And this sea of random things happening. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool. right. Yeah. Right before he does that. I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's right before that happens, but I, Hell yeah. yeah, yeah, that's about. I mean, I'm, I gotta probably, say, I could keep him going, but after talking about <laughs> it, I'm I'm considering move bumping it up from a smiley face to a Mr. Cool guy. This was the thing about, and it, it also it kind of speaks to like our philosophy on a lot of these things because we we mentioned some other movies before. Um, like I'm again watching this movie versus talking about this movie. I think it was better talking about this movie than for me watching the movie, but like. Even if it's not my bag, even if I'm like, I'm not kind of getting into it as much as I should be in some, like, for what mm-hmm. the movie wants me yeah. to do. Like, I'm not maybe not necessarily getting to it. But, like, I won't give that below. I will give that a three. Mm-hmm. Even if it's, like, really not my bag. I'm like, I don't get Like, it's clearly doing the thing it wants to do. And it is, ha- like, it's enjoying what it's doing. So, like, why would I give that a bad grade? Like, yeah. 
bad grades are for things that are bad, not for things I don't get or yeah. dislike. Three, the, for me, I'd keep this at a three. But if you want to change it to a cool guy, I'd be fine with that too. It's still it's it's totally conditional. Because <laughs> I feel like John's ghost skull I, alien would balances all of ours I'm, out to a. I see, yeah, it, I'm it, flying too close to the sun with my rating with this one. I, but I'm sticking to it. I <laughs> I think you're right. Like between the three of us, it all balances out to a Mr. Cool Guy. Because yes. I my thing is it is still a conditional Mr. Cool Guy. The thing exactly. Is if you go, you see this movie, and you see it's got a Mr. Cool Guy, you have to understand like. It's not for everybody. Correct. You can see it's called Slumber Party Massacre 2. The cover has uh, Atanas Illich on it. If you think that this is a Mr. Cool Guy for you and you don't like goofy slashers, what are you doing? Don't, That's your fault. You've, That's, you shouldn't have. That's clearly a nauseous face smiley at most to you. You know, like Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah. Like you, you did that to yourself. <laughs> And we have a full episode on it to explain our rating too. So I, I would go I would go strong Mr. Cool Guy on it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So we'll bump that rating up. You did it, John. You did it, John. <laughs> yeah, that was my goal goal coming in. I also yeah. didn't realize you guys didn't like it that much coming in. So I, I was just flying high and then I had to I had to boost it back the, up. I had to I had to get it to where it needed to again, be. Again, it for me, the easiest way to put it is I didn't feel the gimmick. Like it was just some things just didn't end up working as much. Than they should have. You know what I mean? Like, that's all. That's no, the I, easiest I, I, way to, like, describe it is, like... I completely understand. I saw <laughs> them all, and it just didn't hit me. Like, it was just like, oh, yep. Okay. That's happening now. Yeah. And then the drill goes through Matt, and I go, okay, oh, cool. All right, all right. Now we're we starting. Pay, everything's picking up now. I got you. <laughs> I've just watched so many B-horror films that I'm, like, very quick to dismiss them now. Because some of them do this thing where it is just, like, if, like, if you can write down, like, what happens into it, and it sounds awesome, they think that's good enough. And it just isn't, yeah. you know. Uh, but after illuminating certain parts that we went through in this episode, like prime, like one of the big ones was that he shows up after the sex scene. Um, Adds a lot of depth, and to, like yeah, pointing out a lot of the places where it makes it very obvious how much they were like doing a comedy, really. That is like playing off of these tropes Helps a lot because um, it's hard to believe that it is like a meta film when it's that far back, right? When really the history when it's of meta in films, the middle we consider, of the stuff, we consider it to start with like scary movie, really, right? Well, it's 1980, uh, 1987. It's I, I was going to say Scream. Yeah. 87. But I'm sorry. I meant Scream, not Scary Movie. Scream is the obvious. Hey, I just want to say thanks, everybody, horror, for listening yeah. to this podcast. It's uh, over now because Jorge confused uh, Scream and Scary no. Movie. I've been drinking oh, vodka man. this whole episode. Give me a break, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing so good. You were so- you were making a bit real of a different point. movie there. Yeah. For tr- yeah. <laughs> That's for true. That's where we got to meta Quality meta films. Oh my gosh. Much that is a meta meta film. Than, much, much worse than so meta film. Much worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slumber Party Massacre 2. That's it. The second one. Oh, yeah. uh, well, John, is there anything that you'd like to plug for yourself? Sure. Yeah. Um, as you guys said, I did the intro song. So I do want to thank you guys for the opportunity to do that. We want to thank you ton of fun. for doing that. Well, yeah, so we're gonna have you we're on a bunch, and we're gonna mention you plenty. And you, that's the uh, it's the outro is also part of the same song. It is all one song. Yes, I kind of like it because we we do the intro at the beginning and the outro at the end, and then so it's like the whole episode is is also the your song. song. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like the hour version yeah. of my three <laughs> like and a half minutes yeah, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> no, it's three minutes and like three seconds. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I'll be putting that out in a little bit. So by the time this airs or whatever, that'll be on 
for everyone to listen to if you want to hear the whole thing. Um, but you can find me on streaming services under Eyes of Astoria. That's my main, like, kind of electronic type project. I'm also in a group called Space Disco and a group what? called Palm Trees. All Wait, I, didn't, did, I don't remember. When did yeah. Space Disco when start? When did that happen? That, uh, well, yeah, we put a, like, an EP a out a couple weeks ago or so. God, no, I don't like that, too. I don't do a ton of promoting. I like don't like marketing and all that kind of stuff. But, space um, yeah, Disco. Space Disco. Yeah, it's a newer, newer project. It's the uh, coolest cool. band uh, it, in the entire galaxy. Yeah. It, it's not disco music. Uh, though, so, space uh, there's, uh, okay. space there's, Disco. There's, there's one song that definitely has it's a called Disco, disco Duck to it. But, uh, it's a it's a mix of things, but. <laughs> I need, I need to, yeah, there you go. It's called there, Shadows. Music for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's so much more to talk about there. We'll have, we'll have to talk about it in your next episode <laughs> when I have a chance to listen. All right. But yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Yeah, check that out on Spotify. There's a bunch of good shit, to be honest, on there. I listened to... It was, it was Tales from the Dark Side is the one Are We Friends was yeah, featured the, on, right? That's the one I put you guys yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I went initially to selfishly listen to myself... <laughs> on the song and go, ah, oh, it's so cool, I'm on the song, I love blah, what blah, you blah. Guys did for And that. then I just so listened fun. to the entire album and just went, oh, this is really good. Oh, yeah. this whole thing's really good. <laughs> good, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I was just in the I, car, yeah, like, just, awesome. just like, oh, like, bobbing my head, like, hey. <laughs> it was it was designed, that whole album is meant to be an 80s romp, and it's, yeah. like, built for driving. So, yeah, that's driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, glad you like it. Awesome. Um, so check that out on Spotify. Um, you can also check out John whenever he shows up on this, or just keep checking this out because... That'd be good. Why not? That'd be yeah. pretty cool too. You can find us on uh, Twitter at Bloody Stream Pod. I did look up you did what look it was. This is going to be weird yep. chronologically for the listener because what our that previous conversation happened in like the first episode. And this is going to be is, like, at least episode four or five. <laughs> exactly. Um, you had to record bloody- them all in a row. Give us a break. What do you want? Yeah. Um, we want a, a big thank you to John. Um, and we will see you. Same bloody time, same bloody channel.